Now, must your conscience, my acquittance seal, and you must put me in your heart for friend. Sith you have heard, and with a knowing ear, that he which hath your noble father slain pursued my life. It well appears. But tell me, why you proceeded not against these feats, so crimeful and so capital in nature, as by your safety, wisdom, all things else you mainly were stirred up? Oh, for two special reasons, which may to you perhaps seem much insinuate, and yet to me they are strong. The Queen, his mother, lives almost by his looks. And for myself, my virtue or my plague, be it either which, she's so conjunctive to my life and soul that as the star moves not but in his sphere, I could not but by her. The other motive, why to a public count I might not go, is the great love the general gender bear him, who, dipping all his faults in their affection, would, like the spring that turneth wood to stone, convert his guilt to graces, so that my arrows, too slightly timbered for so loud a wind, would have reverted to my bow again, and not when I had aimed them. And so have I a noble father lost. A sister driven into desperate terms, whose worth, if praises may go back again, is to challenge her on mount of all the age for her perfections. But my revenge will come. Break not your sleeps for that! You must not think that we are made of stuff so fat and dull that we can let our beard be shook with danger and think it pastime. You shortly shall hear more. I loved your father, and we love ourselves. And that, I hope, will teach you to imagine. My lord. And now, what news? Letters, my lord, from Hamlet. Huh? This to your majesty, this to the queen. From Hamlet? Who brought them? Sailors, my lord, they say. I saw them not. They were given me by Claudio. He received them. Here it is, you shall hear them. Yeah. Leave us. My lord. <clears throat> High and mighty, you shall know I am set naked on your kingdom. Tomorrow shall I beg leave to see your kingly eyes, when I shall, first asking your pardon, thereunto recount the occasion of my sudden and more strange return, Hamlet. <sighs> what should this mean? And all the rest come back, or is it some abuse and no such thing? Know you the hand? It is Hamlet's character. Naked? And in a postscript here, he says, alone. Can you advise me? I'm lost in it, my lord. But let him come. It warms the very sickness in my heart. And I shall live and tell him to his teeth. Thus didst thou. If it be so, Laertes... As how should it be so? How otherwise? Will you be ruled by me? If so, you'll not all rule me to a peace. To thine own peace. If he be now returned, as checking at his voyage, and that he means no more to undertake it, I will work him to an exploit now ripe in my device, under the which he shall not choose but fall. And for his death, no wind of blame shall breathe, but even his mother shall uncharge the practice and call it accident. My lord, I will be ruled. The rather, if you could devise it so that I might be the organ. It falls right. You have been talked of since your travels much, and that in Hamlet's hearing, for a quality wherein they say you shine. Your summer parts did not together pluck such envy from him as did that one, and that in my regard of the unworthiest siege. What part is that, my lord? A very ribbon in the cap of youth. Yet needful, too, for youth no less becomes the light and careless livery that it wears than settled age, his sables and his weeds, importing health and graveness. Some two months since, here was a gentleman of Normandy, 
I've seen myself and served against the French, and they can well on horseback. But this gallant had witchcraft in. He grew into his seat, and to such wondrous doing brought his horse as he had been encorpsed and demi-natured with a brave beast. So far he passed my thought that I, in forgery of shapes and tricks, come short of what he did. A Norman was? A, a Norman. Upon my life, Lamour. The very same. I know him well. He is the brooch indeed, and gem of all the nation. He made confession of you. And gave you such a masterly report for art and exercise in your defence, and for your rapier most especially, that he cried out would be a sight indeed if one could match you, sir. The scrimmers of their nation, he swore, had neither motion guard nor I if you opposed them. This report of his did Hamlet so envenom with his envy that he could nothing do but wish and beg your sudden coming o'er to play with him. Now, out of this. What? Out of this, my lord. Laertes. Was your father dear to you? Or are you like the painting of a sorrow, a face without a heart? Why ask you this? Not that I think you did not love your father, but that I know love is begun by time, and that I see in passages of proof time qualifies the spark and fire of it. There lives within the very flame of love a kind of wick or snuff that will abate it. And nothing is it like goodness still, for goodness, growing to a pleurisy, dies in his own too much. That we would do, we should do when we would. For this would changes, and hath abatements and delays as many as there are tongues, are hands, are accidents. And then this should is like a spendthrift sigh that hurts by easing. But to the quick of the ulcer, Hamlet comes back. What would you undertake to show yourself your father's son in deed more than in words? To cut his throat at the church. No place indeed should murder sanctuaries. Revenge should have no bounds. But good Laertes, will you do this? Keep close within your chamber. Hamlet returned. Shall know you are come home. We'll put on those shall praise your excellence and set a double varnish on the fame the Frenchman gave you, bring you in fine together and wager on your heads. He, being remiss, most generous and free from all contriving, will not peruse the foils, so that with ease or with a little shuffling you may choose a sword unbated and in a pass of practice requite him for your father. I will do it. And for that purpose I'll anoint my sword. I bought an unction of a mountebank so mortal that but dip a knife in it. Where it draws blood, no cataplasm so rare, collected from all simples that have virtue under the moon, can save the thing from death that is but scratched withal. I'll touch my point with this contagion, that if I gall him slightly, it may be death. Let's further think of this. Weigh what convenience, both of time and means, may fit us to our shape. If this should fail and that our drift look through our bad performance to a better not assayed. Therefore this project should have a back or second that might hold if this did blast in proof. Soft, let me see. We'll make a solemn wager on your cunnings. I have it! When in your motion you are hot and dry, as make your bouts more violent to that end, and that he calls for drink, I'll have prepared him a chalice for the nonce, whereon but sipping, if he by chance escape your venom stuck. Our purpose may hold there. Anna? Sweet queen. One woe doth tread upon another's heels. So fast they follow. 
Your sisters drowned, Laertes. Drowned? Oh, where? There is a willow grows aslant a brook that shows his hall leaves in the glassy stream. There, with fantastic garlands, did she come of crowflowers, nettles, daisies, and long purples that liberal shepherds give a grosser name, but our cold maids do dead men's fingers call them. There, on the pendant boughs, her crowned weeds clambering to hang, an envious sliver broke. When down the weedy trophies and herself fell in the weeping brook, her clothes spread wide, and mermaid like a while they bore her up, which time she chanted snatches of old tunes as one incapable of her own distress, or like a creature native and imbued unto that element. But long it could not be, till that her garments heavy with their drink pulled the poor wretch from her melodious lay to muddy death. Alas, then she is drowned. Drowned? Drowned? Too much of water hast thou, poor Ophelia, and therefore I forbid my tears. But yet, it is our trick. Nature, her custom holds. But shame, say what it will. And when these are gone, the woman will be out. Adieu, my lord. I have a speech of fire that fain would blaze. Let's follow, Gertrude. How much I had to do to calm his rage. Now fear I this will give it start again. Therefore, let's follow. <laughs> 